The Chicago Bears have either interviewed or plan to interview five candidates for their open offensive coordinator position. We're going to rank those candidates today. We're also going to talk about three free agents I want the Chicago Bears to sign that I think would drastically change the outcome and the, and the place that the team can be in at the end of next season. All that plus some updates to players on future deals. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. I'm the host here, Hayes, but more importantly, you guys can follow the channel at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform we happen to be on. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into this content for today. And I want to talk about the offensive coordinator ranking so far, based off the players that have the, the coaches that have either been interviewed or plan to be interviewed that we know of by the Chicago Bears. Now, on yesterday's episode, I was extremely excited about uh, about Greg Roman, and a lot of you guys put out really good uh, kind of points for him and against him. And so, with that said, I want to kind of take a look at the pros and cons of every player, I mean, every coach right now that is that's in the running for the offensive coordinator position for the Chicago Bears. And I'm going to talk about the one that so far in the voting is, is kind of leading as the favorite for the Chicago Bears in their in their search for an offensive coordinator, and that is Shane Waldron. When you look at it right now, there are plenty of people right now who have issues with, with Shane Waldron and what he could bring right now. But at the end of the day, he's a quarterback that's went out there and got things done. Uh, you know, and and you got to look at how that how that's going to shape up for for players like him right now. One of the biggest co- pros for him is the fact that it seems like the Bears do want a McVay style coach in here that can help bring that spread system in as well. And so at the end of the day, it seems like uh, like Shane Waldron is a favorite by a lot of Chicago Bears fans. Um, you know, and, and you know, it is what it is when it comes down to it. Now, at the end of the day, uh, Shane Waldron does bring more experience than than Luke Getzey, but there are some people that have some 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 questions around there, right? Yes, he resurrected Geno Smith's career in a lot of ways, but when you look at the run schemes, um, you know, they, they've been really good for the Seattle Seahawks, but some people have the concern that maybe they're a little bit too run heavy in what he can bring to the Chicago Bears. Now, uh, the passing game, when you look at it for the Seahawks last season, was okay. When you look at the fact of what they had, DK, uh, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, and Jackson Smith and Jigba, a guy that I really like uh, in that draft as well, uh, there there have been too many screenplays called by Waldron as well, and I don't know if that's something that a lot of Bears fans have called. They called a lot of screenplays. Now, I don't think it's going to be anything as bad as Luke Getze. I do think Shane Waldron is a smarter coach than Luke Getze, but those are some of the pros and cons right now surrounding Shane Waldron and his bid to be the next offensive coordinator for the Chicago Bears. And the next up, you got Clint Kubiak, right? And this is a guy who... You know, of course, he brings the name recognition of his dad, Gary Kubiak, and that's fine. He's been around the NFL for years and things like that. But then when you look at what Kubiak has, he has a strong relationship with Kyle Shanahan. Again, another guy who, you know, uh, has a coaching style that a lot of people do like, uh, you know, and so there's some experience there. He's uh, he spent one season in Kansas and overall, you know, as the quarterback's coach, he brings a lot of that moving around the different areas of the offensive side of the ball uh, to, to come down to it. And at the end of the day, you know, the fact that he was passing game coordinator, the Bears are looking to try to increase that passing game. He could bring a lot of that. Now, one of the one of the things you also want to look at with Kobiak as well is just that the 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 what he comes from. He he brings a lot of that. He's worked with a lot of rookie quarterbacks on top of that. Ryan Tannehill, Pat, uh, Russell uh, Wilson, Kirk Cousins, Brock Purdy. This guy has worked with some really good quarterbacks. He's also worked 
with quarterbacks that have some experience as well. And so he's worked under well-known coaches on top of all of that. The thing with it uh, that, that you have a question with Kubiak is, is he's, he hasn't called a whole hell of a lot of plays. He does have play-calling experience, but he doesn't have a whole hell of a lot of, of, um, of experience calling plays. So, And there are some questions around uh, people around the NFL is if he's living off his dad's name. And I guess, you know, not necessarily a question that I have, but I guess I can understand that question if, if uh, fans have that. And then next up, we're going to talk about Greg Roman. Now, you guys pointed out in the comments, and I got to give you credit for it, is that he's very run heavy. And uh, some people have questions on if he's going to be able to turn in, to, to turn this passing game around. And a lot of people kind of look at the Greg Roman uh, potential hires maybe being something that bodes well for keeping Justin Fields. There's some people who also think that it could go different with that. But at the end of the day, he uh, he's been he's been trusted by a lot of teams. And, you know, uh, you know, the fact that he's not on a coach, he was let go, things like that is a question around it as, as well. But he's a, he's a really solid enough coach that you you think that what you're going to bring in him but he does bring a set of cons as well and when it comes down to it uh every place that that uh that Greg Roman is gone the offensives look really good at first and then it looks like teams figure them out pretty early on and so that 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 game planning and adjusting to what other defense do uh does and then uh, adjustments over the course of the season may be a question with Greg Roman that that has a lot of validity to it and so at the end of the day, when you have a either rookie quarterback or a quarterback that's still working himself out of it, there are some legitimate questions from a lot of Bears fans. And like I said, you guys are very vocal on it, on if it's going to be enough in either direction, to if he's going to be enough to really help that out. So, again, a lot of questions with that one. And then as far as Greg Olson, right, the, the pros and cons around Greg Olson and what he could bring as, a, as the offensive coordinator for the Chicago Bears is, is just this. He's played, I mean, he's coached a lot of different types of quarterbacks. And, you know, he's had varying degrees of success with that, but it, it, it just comes down to it that he brings in that experience of working with quarterbacks that it is. He's worked with a lot of uh, first and second year players. So whether you go a different route than Justin Fields or Justin Fields still here, he also has uh, been under coaches like Gruden and McVay. Again, it seems like the Bears right now are really favoring that, that McVay coaching scheme. So you got to go uh, off the off that as well. And so there's some questions with it. Um, but, you know, when you look at it as well, he's worked with some players that, that got some questions around it. And so you have some questions on, is, is it the, the issues with the players or is it some issues with Greg Olson as the coach when you look at it? Joey Harrington, Rex Grossman, Josh Freeman, Blake Bortles. He's worked with these guys. And these guys haven't, didn't really turn out into some of the, the, uh, the expectations around some of them and some of the potentials around them. Now, you got to ask yourself, are you going to give the coach credit uh, for that if he does good and also credit if he does bad? But there's some 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 cons around Greg Olson as well. It's not all all sunshine and rainbows when it comes to that. And then the last one is Liam Cohen, and it really comes down to Cohen. I think you know, yes, he's young. Yes, he has some experience. Um, and and you look at that, and maybe you bring in somebody who maybe is fresh with the offensive coordinator, uh, and you know, play calling and things like that. But the inexperience is one of the biggest cons around him because he just isn't the same commodity, known or unknown, as some of these other candidates for the Chicago Bears. And so, you know, that's where it kind of stands right now. But let me know what your guys is. Let me know your ranking right now on just the, the coaches that have been interviewed or that we know that the Bears plan to interview. We'll probably get some more news here probably by the end of the day. Seems like they're adding a coaching candidate every one to two days on who they plan to interview with the offensive coordinator. Also, I want to know how you guys feel about the offensive coordinator search thus far and how it's gone, the names that they brought in, are they names that you really like for the Chicago Bears? But in talking about names to like for the Bears, I want to talk right now about 
free agent names. And I want to specifically bring about three free agents that I think can really help the Chicago Bears and help strengthen some areas. And then also one that's going to really help, um, well, strengthen some areas that are already strong. And then one can help that, that can help completely turn around a position that we've just had piss poor execution at so far over the course of the last two seasons. So the first free agent, uh, potential free agent for the Chicago Bears that I want to bring in is Chris Jones. This is a defensive tackle playing for the Kansas City Chiefs. This is one of the best interior pass rushers in the NFL period. And if he does hit free agency, because the Chiefs do have the option to franchise tag him, do some other things with him, but if they do decide to, to, to let him hit free agency, this is a player that I'm not going to lie to you. I would love the Chicago Bears to bring in. I look at him and say, and, and look at what he can bring for the Chicago Bears at that next level. Uh, when you look at what he did, 20 solo tackles last season, 10 and a half sacks. And when you talk about potentially having him on that opposite, well, it, on that interior defensive line with Montez Sweat out on the edge, and you can still use Demarcus Walker in and out of how you're going to flex him. Chris Jones brings such a level of experience. And just, just when you look at it, every, every year, but two years of his time in the NFL, he's gotten double digit. Uh, uh, well, I'm sorry. Uh, when you look at every year, the last two years, he's gotten double digit sacks. He got also double digits in 2018. He's gone back and forth, nine in 2021, nine in 2019, and then seven and a half in 2020. Uh, but this is a guy who just comes in and just executes. The biggest question is, is will the Chicago Bears be willing to pay what Chris Jones can, can get out in the open market? The Chicago Bears are slated to have about $50 million in cap space, some of that's going to be taken uh, by giving, uh, re-signing our own free agents. Like a Justin Jones, who we uh, Jalen Johnson, I'm sorry, who we really hope to be able to keep Justin Jones. No, that's that was definitely a misspeak there. Uh, but yeah, you 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 want to hope that. But the biggest thing is, will the Bears be able to lock him in, and will they be willing to pay that much? When you look at it, he's going to get a big payday, and it's going to come. He's going to get about twenty million dollars. So it would really take a lot of what uh, the Chicago Bears uh, have at, at, as far as the free agent capital to be able to bring him in, and so you know. Like right now, they say that it could pay up into $25.2 million. And so at the end of the day, if that's what the Bears, if the Bears look at Chris Jones and say, we're willing to spend on that position group. Now, one of the, the downsides, he'll be 30 years old heading into next season for the Chicago Bears. Now, do they want to pay that much for a veteran? But I think if they do, if he does hit the open market, if the Bears were able to sign him, that you then having him and Montez Sweat on your front line, you still got a chance to go out and get a rookie edge on top of that. That can do wonders for the Chicago Bears. And then you also look, you got young players in Javon Dexter, Zach Pickens as well coming up. You don't necessarily have to worry about extending those guys. So if you do spend a lot of money on Chris Jones, you lock him into a contract while your young guys are hopefully developing. And then listen, if it's two, three years, whatever it ends up being, hopefully those guys have shown you enough at that point where then you're, you're, you're not going to be paying as much. But that this would be a move where the Bears are making this move to definitely try to knock it out the park, and that they would definitely be making a move for the playoffs at that point in time if it does come to that. So that's another player that I would love to see the Bears try to go out and get. Another one, again, another one on that defensive uh, edge, a defensive line position, this is Brian Burns. Now, I know a lot of Bears fans have talked about him. He's a pie-in-the-sky hope for the Chicago Bears. Eight sacks on last season. Um, and when you look at Brian Burns and what he can bring, 12 and a half sacks in 2022, uh, uh, he's got nine the previous two years to that. But this is a guy who just outright gets to the quarterback and has stayed relatively healthy. Over the last three years, he's only missed two 
football games. And over the course of his NFL career, he's only missed four games over his career. So this is a guy who's durable, 25 years old. Another question on will the will the Panthers want to hold on to him and, and even allow him to get to the open market? But Brian Burns is definitely a guy that I think that the Bears should definitely be looking at to try to bring in here. Now, thing is, he's going to take a whole hell of a lot of money. His last contract projections I would see for him is about $25 million annual average uh, value on that contract. So this would be a huge contract for the Chicago Bears, one of the largest ones they've signed for a free agent since Ryan Poles has taken over the team. The bigger question is, will they be willing to put up that type of money to shore up a position on that opposite side of Montez Sweat, or will they look at it and say, we feel we can get a dynamic edge in this draft and not need to spend as much money? It really comes down to what the Bears do with their two first-round picks. If they do go quarterback, they're probably either going to go offensive line or wide receiver with that second pick. If they decide to not go quarterback, those two first-round picks, depending on what else they get in the trade, if they do trade it, because they're still going to probably stay in the top four or five if they do trade that pick, they can then go an edge. They can go wide receiver. They can go edge. They can go offensive lineman. So there's a lot of options for the Chicago Bears at the draft. But, it, you know, because free agency happens before the draft, We'd have the answer to that, and and Brian Burns is definitely one of those free agents that's going to absolutely go big time. And so, you know, we'll see what happens with that, if the Bears are able to get it. And then the next one that I want to talk about is a position of need for the Chicago Bears, and this is Connor Williams, the center with the Miami Dolphins. And listen, if if you're a Chicago Bears fan, I shouldn't even have to explain this one to you, period. The Bears center position is a huge position of need absolutely for this team. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. The Bears need a center. Whether they get it in the draft, whether they get it in free agency, wherever, they need a center that's going to come in here and up the expectations of that position. Our center position has been one of the worst positions for the Chicago Bears for two, three years in a row. We got to do something about the center, and I would love to see the Chicago Bears make a free agent signing in trying to bring in Connor Williams to this team. This is a guy who's 26 years old, so he's not extremely uh, young or old. He was did end, end the season on injury reserve. For the uh, Miami Dolphins, he could absolutely be available and he could be a player that that can be gotten for not a whole hell of a lot of money either on top of that. So this is a player I would absolutely love to see the Chicago Bears go after and get if they want to try to make a move at a position of need. And if they do, I tell you what, I I like him to be our starting center. You can still go out and later in the draft, uh, get an interior offensive lineman as well and maybe develop them on. We'll talk about Doug Kramer here in a second for something the Chicago Bears did. But these are are players that I really would like to see the Chicago Bears go out there and be aggressive and try to get and bring to this team that I think could help us a lot. Another one that's kind of on the outside of it is Michael Pittman Jr., another potential free agent uh, out there for the Chicago Bears to get. Again, I don't think he'll take a whole hell of a lot of money to get either, not as much as like a Brian Burns, right, and Chris Jones, those guys. Those are going to be top-tier free agents. You can still get Michael Pittman Jr. I think he's going to be out there. $26 $26 million. He got over 1,100 yards receiving last year and four touchdowns. You're looking at maybe moving on from uh, Darnell Mooney. And depending on what offensive coordinator we get, Michael Pittman Jr. would be a fourth option out there, just kind of a bonus one to throw in. But let me know. Again, we're, 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 we're going to start getting into free agent conversation here soon. We'll probably be going position by position on daily episodes on some of the players that the Bears can look out and get. But Michael Pittman Jr. is definitely one I would like to see the Bears try to be aggressive and go out there and see what they can do on. Well, I want to hear from you guys. Who are some of the players that you guys would like to see the Bears try to go out there and get uh, to, to shore up some of the positions here on this team that we're just lacking on? Let me know that, as always, down below 
But before we go, we got one update, and, and we got a couple of mailbags we need to get into as well. But the Chicago Bears have, have signed Doug Kramer and uh, Khalid, Khalid Kareem to on future deals. Now, the center position with Doug Kramer, we know that the Bears, uh, you know, they waived him. They brought him back to the practice squad. But this is a guy, considering how bad the center position has gone, that they've gotten to take a look at him, bringing him to a future on a futures deal makes a lot of sense. Uh, he spent all of 2022 on the injured reserve, um, and he was drafted in the sixth round. So this is a guy that I do think the Bears still are invested in to see what they can eventually get out of him, to see if he can turn into somebody that they can use. And it makes sense to bring him back. And Khalid Kareem is an edge, another position of need for the Chicago Bears. And it both makes sense, but I wanted to update on that. What do you guys think about that? And keep in mind, Doug Kramer is a former Illinois player. So, you know, keep him, keep him here. Keep him here. Let's see what we can get out of him. But before we uh, leave today, we got a couple of voicemails I want to play. The first one, this one's from Fred. Yo, hey, what up? What's going on, man? How you doing? This is your boy, Fred, man. See, I'm just uh, looking to see what uh, moves Bears going to make, man. Man, hopefully they make the right moves, man, that, that's going to help out Justin Fields in the offense and the team in the aspect as well, the far as the offensive coordinator and the D coordinator. I hope they uh talk to Leslie Frazier, a veteran defensive coordinator, you know what I'm saying, who can get it done. And Shmay Edmonds played in the system before. If not, then, you know, at first I thought about Dan Quinn, but after them seeing them getting 48 points to Green Bay in their playoff game Sunday, I was like, nah, I'm like, I'm good on Dan Quinn. Dallas can keep him because I don't, I don't want no defensive coordinator, you know what I'm saying, on our team. And then we give up all them points like they did Green Bay, which ain't even all that good anyway. But anyway, but I just hope we make the right moves, shut all this, this talk up with everybody keep thinking that we going to uh, trade, goddamn it, uh, Justin Fields and all that shit. So they need to kill that with the noise because Caleb Williams said he don't want to be here. And that's fine. We don't want his crybaby ass anyway. But I'll day to go with, you know, Shane Wadron or maybe Dura Bevel or just a good-ass offensive coordinator, man, that can uh, unlock Justin Fields and get him to the next level where he, he should have been. But we had incompetent coaches, you know what I'm saying, on our staff. So let's, you know what I'm saying, get this offseason, you know what I'm saying, rolling. Let's see what we're going to pick in the draft. And I hope that we can fleece Washington, you know what I'm saying, for them draft picks because they need a quarterback as well. So, we don't need that number one pick, you know what I'm saying, just get no quarterback. Because like you guys said, we can drop us a quarterback in the second round or some third or fourth round or something just to have a nice, good backup that can fill in, you know, to give us better than what we got in with uh, Tyson Bajan as well, you know, the backups we got. But hopefully they're going to draft us, rest the line, the weapons, you know, a few pieces on defense, and whatever we may need, you know what I'm saying, on the team that can help us get in the playoffs and, and, and possibly, you know, get us over the hump. Because right now, I'm at the point, I already talked about Super Bowls, bringing Super Bowls to Chicago. We, we, we got the pieces, why not? So let's get it. So let's, let me know what you think, man. Do you think that uh, the Bears should go out to Leslie Frazier, a uh, veteran defensive coordinator who coached in this league and played in this way and know what to do, know how to get out to the quarterbacks and everything? So. Let me know, man. Chicago up, better. What moves will the Chicago Bears make? Well, I think I just talked about a little bit of that in the in the earlier segment on on three, four free agents. I would really like to see the Bears go out there and try to be aggressive about getting this offseason. Not necessarily saying all three of them, but I would love to see the Bears maybe get a combination of two out of the three of those guys. Uh, you know, with one of with the center being one, and either Brian Burns or Chris Jones would love to be able to see the Bears be aggressive in that. It's kind of a pie in the sky dream, but I would love to see that. But I love what you say about the defensive coordinator position. The Bears, I think, right now are focusing on the offensive coordinator because it's the biggest need. 
with Matt Eberflus showing that he's a solid enough play caller defensively. You know, they can try to address that later. I think they're going to be a lot of off. I think everybody's kind of focusing on offensive coordinators right now. And um, the Bears need to make a really good decision. I love the, the, the one that you suggested there. We'll see if the Bears can go out and get him. But don't be surprised. This week is kind of focused on the offensive coordinator. I won't be surprised if next week we start hearing some of those candidates for that defensive coordinator position for the team. At least I hope so. Get a little bit clearer vision on that one. All right, let's get into this next voicemail. This one's from Josh. What's up, man? This is Josh, Arizona, tapping in with y'all, man. The best podcast on YouTube. I appreciate what y'all do, man, for real, for real. No, but real talk, I was sitting here driving. I'm driving, listening to y'all, and I thought about it. Like, man, do we really even, like, everybody's talking about this quarterback talk, but real talk, if it, if it wasn't for this number one pick from Carolina, even if we sit in that number five, number four, we don't even, we don't, everybody's going to be like, they got their quarterback, but they, don't, they ain't about to be talking about we need to go draft a quarterback. So all this draft the quarterback talk, and I actually looking at the film now, in retrospect, now, now actually go look at the film. Like, go look at all the games that Justin played this year. It justifies keeping that motherfucker. I don't, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm keeping Justin. That's all I got to say. Even with Caleb Williams, all this, uh, he don't want to come here shit. Like, I don't want nobody that don't want me. And his soft ass can't go up to Chicago and uh, walk around the city. Don't nobody want his ass there. And if in Chicago they don't want your ass there, your ass ain't going to be there for too much longer. I'll tell you that right now. That's just my opinion. But anyway, uh town up, bear the motherfucker down, uh, Arizona tapping in. Great question. If it wasn't for the Bears having the number one overall pick, would as many Bears fans be talking about quarterback? I think the national media may not be talking about it as, as much. You would still, get, of course, get the, the, the questions around Justin Fields and things like that. But I think ultimately Bears fans, like right now, uh, the ones that are kind of just uh, obsessed over the quarterback position, it, it comes into a few things. As I've always said, Bears fans want our quarterback. And I can never knock a Bears fan for wanting that, whether it's Justin, whether it's another one. I can never knock that. And it comes down to, yeah, the Bears are in a unique position that they'll probably never be in. We will probably never see in our lifetimes again a, a chance, a time where the Bears have the number one overall pick two years in a row with quarterback prospects that are so good in both those uh, times, even though this year is much better than last year's, you'll probably never see this again. And so that plays a part into it as well. And since Justin hasn't done enough to eliminate all those questions around him, and again, I'm not blaming just that on him, but it, it's just the reality of it, is that you're going to have Bears fans that are obsessing over it, but you have a lot of people that agree like you, like me. Let's, let's, let's build this thing around Justin. Let's see what he can bring. If it, By the fifth-year option, we're not seeing enough. Move on from him. Let's bring in another quarterback. But you know, it's up to this front office to make that decision. I'll tell you what, I'm a whole hell of a lot glad that I'm not the one who got to mull over and, and obsess over this over the next couple of months because there's a long time until the NFL draft. And I'm sure Ryan Poles' phone is going off and it's going to be even more going off after the season officially ends after the Super Bowl with teams trying to get that number one overall pick. And we'll see what Ryan Poles ends up doing. But thank you guys for leaving those voicemails. Make sure you guys are following the channel at Shy Bear Central on every social media platform. You can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, chicagobearcentral.gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for the mailbag, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related, thanks to you guys. And like I like to end every episode on, shot town up, bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.